This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. The foreign ministry says it hopes to work closely with U.S. diplomat David Stilwell, who has been appointed to a top post in Asian affairs. A tanker headed for Taiwan has been attacked in the Gulf of Oman, and Chinese spouses of Taiwanese citizens may soon be able to stay in Taiwan if they get a divorce, provided they have children from the marriage. But first, today's top story. The foreign ministry says it hopes to work closely with U.S. diplomat David Stilwell, who has been appointed to a top post in Asian affairs. At a confirmation hearing at the U.S. Senate, Stilwell said that China should stop pressuring Taiwan. Instead, he said that the two sides should resume dialogue. The foreign ministry says that Stilwell has worked in Asia and is familiar with the security situation in the region. Since his retirement from the U.S. Air Force, Stilwell has served at the U.S. Indo-Pacific Command Headquarters in Hawaii and at the East-West Center, a research center run by the U.S. Congress. A tanker headed for Taiwan was attacked in the Gulf of Oman on Thursday. The Marshall Islands-flagged Front Altair was hit with an explosion that set the ship on fire. The tanker was en route to the southern Taiwanese port of Kaohsiung at the time of the blast, carrying a shipment of naphtha for Taiwan's state-owned refiner, CPC Corporation. Another ship in the area rescued the Front Altair's crew of 23. The cause of the explosion aboard the Front Altair remains unclear, though a CPC Corporation spokesperson has told Reuters that a torpedo is suspected. A Singapore-bound ship passing through the same area was also hit with a blast on Thursday. The U.S. has accused Iran of being behind the attacks, a charge which Iran denies. CPC Corporation official Chiu Jiashou says that Taiwan has stockpiles of gasoline and petrochemical raw materials, and that the attack won't affect domestic supplies. Chiu also says that damages are still being assessed, but that because CPC Corporation has insurance, an initial estimate puts losses at 8 million NT dollars, or 254,000 U.S. dollars. Chinese spouses of Taiwanese citizens may soon be able to stay in Taiwan if they get a divorce, provided they have children from the marriage. These divorced spouses must pay child support or have visitation rights in order to remain. In the past, a divorced Chinese spouse was only allowed to stay in Taiwan if they were granted custody of a child with Taiwanese nationality. The immigration agency says that the Interior Ministry approved the change Thursday. The immigration agency's deputy director, Bill Chung, says that parents whose forceful deportation would result in irreparable harm to their child would also be allowed to stay under the new provision. Another change will make it easier for Chinese spouses to stay after the death of their Taiwanese spouse. In the past, Chinese nationals whose Taiwanese spouses died had to stay in Taiwan for four consecutive years in order to apply for residency. Under the new amendment, the time requirement has been shortened to two years. The Interior Ministry says that the new law is still pending cabinet approval. Just days after the first sighting of fall armyworms in Taiwan, two more reports of the agricultural pests have come in from opposite ends of the island. Agricultural authorities responded immediately, working to keep the pests from spreading. The fall armyworm eats over 300 types of plants, including major crops like corn and rice. They have spread quickly since arriving in Asia several years ago, and now they have blown from the Asian mainland to Taiwan. Within a week, they have been spotted in three different regions of the island. The first sighting was on Monday in the northwestern county of Miaoli. 
By Wednesday afternoon, further reports of the pests came in from Ilan in the northeast and Jiayi in the south. Officials have had the infested fields dug up, burying affected crops and spraying the affected areas with pesticides. The hope is that this will eradicate the pests and keep them from spreading. The government is providing a 3,000 NT dollar or 95 US dollar subsidy to cover the costs of this process, but some say the money won't even pay for the pesticides. However, the government is also offering compensation for affected farmers, as well as a 10,000 NT dollar or 320 US dollar reward for reports of fall armyworm sightings. John Van Trieste, RTI News. The sound of the Puyuma tribe on Radio Taiwan International. President Tsai Ing-wen says that police equipment is due for an upgrade. During a speech at an annual police award ceremony, Tsai said that her administration is further upgrading the technology the police use, and that she will continue monitoring progress to make sure the upgrades happen. During her speech, the president thanked Taiwan's police force for its hard work. In particular, she said that the professionalism of Taiwan's police meant that a hostage situation in Taoyuan Wednesday was resolved without any casualties. Tsai said that over the past year, her administration has promised to improve equipment, benefits, housing, and health care for police officers. She said that she has delivered on those promises and intends to do more. Tsai's goal now is to incorporate smart technology into police gear and digitize much of the force's equipment. She says that the presidential office will work closely with the cabinet to expedite approval for this project. If you've ever been to the observatory in Taipei 101, you'll know that the public has only ever been allowed up to the 89th floor. However, beginning on June 14th, the public will be given access to an exclusive space on the 101st floor for the first time. Since Taiwan's highest skyscraper, Taipei 101's completion in 2004, over 2 million people have visited the lower observatory down on the 89th floor each year. Since it can only accommodate around 10,000 visitors a day, guests sometimes have to wait for up to half an hour before going up. But now visitors can bypass the queue and go even higher. Taipei 101 President Angela Chang says that starting on June 14th, guests will be allowed into the observatory at the peak of it all, the once exclusive 101st floor in the highest outdoor observatory in Asia. There are a few caveats. Space is limited, and at first, only 36 people will be allowed up each day. Each visit will only last 40 minutes. Bookings must be made at least one day in advance. Once there, visitors have to put on safety gear to step out into the 460 meter high outdoor roof area. A visit up top is pricey, too. While a A ticket to the 89th floor costs only 600 New Taiwan dollars or 19 US dollars. A ticket for the 101st floor is 3,000 New Taiwan dollars or 95 US dollars per person. That may seem like a lot, but for that price, you'll be granted access to a place that once only opened to the likes of former US President Bill Clinton and Hollywood superstar Will Smith. Leslie Liao, RTI News. Taiwanese javelin thrower Zheng Zhaocun won the bronze medal at the IAAF Diamond League in Oslo Friday with a throw of 84.3 meters. In May, Zheng had won a silver medal at the Diamond League in Shanghai with a throw of 87.12 meters. Prior to that, Zheng also came away with a gold medal in April at the Asian Athletics Championship in Qatar. 
Zhang is the Asian record holder, with a throw of 91.36 meters that he made at the Taipei Universiade in 2017. Zhang has already qualified for the Tokyo Olympics in 2020. A county highway in eastern Taiwan has recently been attracting many photographers because of some unusual modern art pieces exhibited along the way. A total of 12 contemporary art pieces are exhibited along the county highway in eastern Taiwan's Taitung County. Some of the works use bamboos, while others make use of more unusual mediums, like tree twigs. Artists say each work is based on a line in Bengali poet Rabindranath Tagore's Stray Birds, which reads, The trees, like the longings of the earth, stand a tiptoe to peep at heaven. The exhibit has been put together by 10 artists from Taiwan, Finland, Turkey, Japan, and Germany. However, visitors will only be able to enjoy their work until October 13th. Shirley Lin, RTN News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.